Hi, good evening, everyone. It's Odette Rishti, SYNY Radio, Thursday evening, 8 p.m. Um, you can listen to this anytime. Tell your friends if you're listening to it and you're enjoying it. Send them the link, forward it around. Um, the more singles that have been listening to the show, I find, are doing new dating, different kinds of dating. They're also, I'm amazed, they're attaching themselves to other classes and things in the community. I'm hearing of singles, um, girls in pants, guys that never listened to anything about a matchmaker, didn't want to have anything to do with them, um, are now trying to find out more. They ended up by Rabbi Mansour. Some people that weren't planning on going, they ended up at his class in his shul last week. And so many of you are like, you know, just on a different road, seeking a different way. And this is what this whole show, from my perspective, is about. Maybe when David from SYNY Radio asked me to speak here, he didn't really know what I could do or what I would talk about, and I probably didn't know either. And I really didn't know what it would become. But what I do know from my work with singles is that no matter what I do, as long as it's a yashar, straight road, clear, um, when I'm not sure, I ask rabbis, but I try to put out there the derech Hashem that I understand things to be and matchmaking in that way. That's really all. It's from the experience that I have and the questions that I've asked. Otherwise, I am not uh, any kind of authority other than I try to do things as best as Yashar as my brain has brought me to understand it to be Yashar. And so um, this is what this show promotes, um, is just finding a clear way of doing matchmaking and dating or getting comfortable with the idea if you've never done it before or if you've been doing it a long time to seek out here the 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 best ways possible that you could do it better and find a new road if the old road wasn't working however you want to see this so tonight let's get to tonight's topic tonight's topic is leftovers i was really scrolling on instagram um one of my friends who does cooking and i saw one quick word and she said something about food and leftovers. And I was listening for a topic. Um, I was looking for a topic for today's show and I, I don't know, wasn't looking for the topic within that cooking Instagram. But then I remember that singles always say that to me. Don't give me your leftovers. I don't want any leftovers. I, I like, of course, the first thing that comes to my mind and I don't say it to that single, I, I try not to correct them unless there's someone that really comes to me always for correction and is always introspecting. I I know my place. I don't say anything. But now that I'm on this show and I'm talking about leftovers, let's just talk about it. We're saying leftovers about Hashem's people. It's no one's left over. No one is left over. Everyone's a perfect work of art from Hashem that has so much to offer this world. And sometimes, Lo Aleinu, we leave this world not offering the world all our capabilities 
And sometimes it could be that we don't do that from the perspective of that people have put us in that box of we're leftover. So chas v'shalom, we should make anyone feel like a leftover because eventually they may not get to their full potential because of the way we've made them feel. But aside from that, let's just go on to how leftovers and thinking of someone as a leftover affects us in finding the right one. Um, it results in thinking that anybody is um, unwanted or someone that's not married because they were unwanted, so then they became a leftover. What about, I have tons of singles and tons of community people who walk over to me about a specific single and say to me, explain to me why this person isn't married. They're handsome, they're gorgeous, they're um, comfortable, they're doing all the right things, they come from a nice family, supposedly all the things that everyone would want, and yet they're not married. We don't look at them as leftovers. Because in our minds, those are the people that we think Hashem created perfect. And those are the people that, oh, I wish I could marry my child into that family. Or, oh, I wish I could marry into that family. Or, I wish that person would even look at me, but I don't look like the category of them. Um, so obviously... If that person was 33 or 45 and they had, if you look at them, it looks like everything is going for them. You wouldn't use the word leftover. You wouldn't say, don't give me a leftovers. And if your cousin was single and matched the right age category for that person, you'd beg me to set up your cousin with that person because you didn't look at them as leftover. But let's go back. Everyone is created perfect by Hashem, even though we all have imperfections. And we're all working on ourselves and should be working on ourselves because we're here to perfect ourselves. We come here as human beings and the world around us creates a concept in our minds, not such a Torah concept, that things have to be a certain way in order for them to be right. That's not truly a Torah perspective. Looking at things that seem not as attractive or as perfect and looking through them for their um, amazingness and value and trying to look deeper and find their value is what we're here for. So when we come up with... um, those ideas that there are leftovers in this world and people that are leftovers, there are no leftovers. And if you are a single listening to this and are 22 or 33 or 44 or 20 and feeling leftover because people your age are already married and have been married, you're not leftover. And just the fact that you think that hinders your advancement in this area of finding the right one. We don't want you over there. We don't want you in that category. And don't let anybody 
shrink your feelings about yourself. We're perfect from Hashem and we have things to work on within ourselves and we can shine and we can be bright and shiny no matter what the world has made the concept of what beauty and perfection is. It's not true. We perfect ourselves within our marriage also and we become better within our marriage, within learning how to give, within learning how we act within our four walls. And um, that's really what we're looking for is to find somebody that matches us, that we can not be who we are the way we are today, but that we could become better and look inside ourselves and see what we can take from the person we've married and become better and what we can listen from them who are so close to us and see how they can make us a better person and how they view us and say, you know what, honey, you could do a little better here or there at the right time. They could tell us these things. That's what marriage is. And that's where we become a better person within the marriage situation. So I know all of you are hoping to do that and would be willing to do that if you just found your intended one. And that's what we're here to do. So I want to break the concept of anybody out there feeling like a leftover or anybody out there who's single or, who, or who's married who feels that anybody they know who's single is a leftover. There is no such thing. And the way we'll get people married is if the concept of anybody who hasn't been married and is around you isn't in your mind as someone who's oh, hazi nebach, they're a leftover. They're not. Um, Everyone has a match to their neshama. That makes them not a leftover. What would make someone be left behind and not get married? How we seek our spouse, the way we seek them, our, if we're reaching out to matchmakers, how we're handling that situation, if our parents are handling it for us, how are their, their parents handling it for us? Who are we seeking? What type of person are we seeking? Maybe we have to be a little more realistic about our standards. And if anybody wants to talk to me about that privately, I'm willing to discuss it. I don't say it in a harsh way. Sometimes we're brought up into thinking that standard it's built in from our family and just from the way we've been brought up. And maybe the Torah perspective is a little different. And if, if anybody wants to discuss it with their rabbi, their rabbitson, or me, who I'm nobody in comparison, but I can try and help, I welcome it. Sometimes who we have become, and I don't know what that means. All of you have to think about what that is because I don't know who I'm speaking to personally. But who ha- we have become can detract from our finding the right one. Hashem maybe had other expectations of who we would be by now. And we have to think about that. Our approach in general to being single, it doesn't have to be a sad one. Um, I've spoke about this before, I think very briefly. I run a chat called Simcha Can Turn the Tide. 
and um, I've worked and read many books on simcha, happiness. And, you know, happiness is something you have when you're at your wedding, you're throwing a party, that's your happiest time. You think about it that way. Life is that way where we think when we're having a party and we're dressed in our best clothes and we put ourselves together perfectly, hair, makeup, jewelry, everything, that's happy. But happy really is a within kind of thing. Happiness within, it's its when you can be happy no matter what Hashem sends our way. And of course, sometimes Hashem sends us stuff that's going to make us sad. But understanding, getting to the real root line of where we're supposed to think is, okay, Hashem, you sent this to me. It feels sad. What do you want me to learn from it? I want to get to happiness within this sad happenstance. So our approach to being single is the same thing. Okay, I'm 22. I'm single. Some 22-year-olds, that's a disaster. My 44-year-olds are saying, oh, 22 is a disaster to somebody? Imagine how I feel, and I understand it. But for their, let's just say the 22-year-olds who are listening to this, they're feeling horrible because they were very close to feeling like they could get married at 19, and their 19, 20, 21-year-old friends got married. 22 is really not feeling good. And um, those singles that feel that way at any age have to work at simcha. That if you feel like you're underground, under that manhole, and every time you come into a situation where you feel very single and it's not working out, you just feel like that whack-a-mole where someone took the hammer when your head popped out and you started to feel good and they whacked you down and your head went back under the the manhole. That's like my analogy of, of things sometimes. And we try to climb out of that manhole and then we keep getting shut down. But Simcha can turn the tide. Our perspective on Simcha and working on ourselves and reading books. I um, love the book by Rabbi Tversky on happiness. Um... Uh, it has a bowl of cherries on the cover. And um, that's a great book to read. And if anybody has questions when they read it, I have no problem discussing it. I um, I feel like it's an easy book to read. Rabbi Tversky is a psychologist, well-noted worldwide, even by the non-Jews. Um, and he's also a rabbi and a well-known rabbi and, um, very well respected. So it's, it's a book to read if anybody wants to read that book and start working on their simcha and if they have questions, please, I'll help them get to the right place with that. So simcha can turn the tide, meaning that when Hashem sees us happy, no matter what, and we really work at that. It's not a fake happiness. It's like, I worked on my simcha. I'm in a different place today. I'm a different person. Hashem sees us as a different person and our mazal changes. And um, even if something was written, Rosh Hashanah could be changed when Hashem sees that we have become different. We 
we went against our nature. Sometimes the nature that Hashem created every human being, and sometimes we went against the nature that Hashem created specifically inside us, and we became new. And that sometimes ends up showering upon us new kinds of mazal that maybe was up there in Shemaim for us, but couldn't come down until we reached a certain point where we recognized Hashem and what He wanted us to be. So I'm talking about unleashing new mazal for us, and that comes from all kinds of new perspectives and new roads and new steps that we're willing to take, even though they're hard, sometimes embarrassing, and they do lead us in a better place. And I've seen a lot of things change in my own life when I work on that. So um, I am living proof. Um, what is happening when we say things like leftovers? What happens in our minds? Let's take like a 33-year-old guy who's a great catch. Um, a lot of people will come to me and say, well, what's wrong with him? Like, why isn't he married? Why are we looking at him that way? Someone that's a girl that's 28 and never married and you know her and you know she's amazing and you think 20 guys should have taken her already, 20 amazing guys dated her and didn't go for it. You you start to think something's wrong with her? No, we start to think like their loss, especially if it's someone close to you, you know it's their loss. It's the same thing with anyone who you think the outside world doesn't think is optimal the way they look or their family or their background or details about their family or details about how much money they have or their job or whatever it is. We can't go around like that because we're making everyone single that way. Let's think about that. If everybody wants people that are optimal, best family, looks great, perfectly fit, great figure, can wear any outfit, hair always done, everything in their life is always perfect. Everything in their life seems perfect, quote unquote. Even the perfect person that looks perfect on the cover of a magazine, and you could put them on the cover of the magazine, but there's someone in our community, there's always something in their life that seems disastrous that they might not be telling you about. And that's also painful to carry. When you look on the outside, you're a person that you look on the outside like everything's perfect, and you have real pain for some reason. And everyone looks at you like everything's perfect. That's also a burden to carry. I don't know anybody today that's not carrying a heavy load. Honestly. It's one thing or another. They might have it easy monetarily. And they have never had anything to worry about monetarily. Then God forbid they have something else that is really hard to solve. And the money isn't helping it. There's so many people like that. So <clears throat> when um, we look at people and think, oh, they're not optimal, they're not the top, they're not the best, most wanted, so then all of these people stay single. I've matched personally singles who many of you would say, no way. And they are the most amazing spouses, and they are having the most 
enjoyable, rewarding, special. I could model their marriages behind their four walls, meaning that they're having trials and tribulations, but they're acing it. They're acing figuring it out. They're acing their life. They didn't look for perfection from the beginning. They're just looking to make their life happy. And I I can't give details about these people, but they're walking around the community. And when you look at them, you might say, oh, I wish they didn't look like that. Or feel. But they're acing their life. Because they didn't look for perfection. Saying people are leftovers and having that mentality is saying we're looking for perfection. We have to start understanding that what Hashem created in people, the best of people, is hard to see. It takes a few dates. It takes coming down from what the world has created in our minds as beauty. Peel off a few layers when you're sitting in front of a person who isn't the most gorgeous. Wait, allow their layers to peel off and see their personality and watch how Hashem does his magic and transforms humdrum, maybe not the most magnificent person, maybe a little average, becomes 10, a 10. A star in your eyes. It brings you ultimate simcha and down the aisle of a chuppah with your family smiling and waiting for you. We're all waiting for everyone to unpeel the layers that is stopping us from getting to where we need to be. I've had singles message me after some of the shows and said, Odette, I welcome you to tell me what it is I can do better. Those people don't even need me. It's the people, they don't need me to tell them, I'm saying. It's the people who don't even know that there's layers on them to peel that need to hear this. And I hope And I pray that when I say these things, I'm gentle enough about it. And I've, in the last, I don't know how many shows I've done, 10 maybe, I have hope. Whoever knows me or doesn't know me, I've come across as someone that is saying this from a place where I really love singles and I really have no other ulterior motive than to see you guys married and happy Be'ezat Hashem, truly be'simcha, building simcha in your own homes. And I felt um, that all of you out there, um, by taking away the stigma of leftovers, of the word leftovers, and everybody's sitting on a date differently now. Don't feel that you're a leftover. Don't feel that the person in front of you is a leftover. In my house, they like leftovers here. It's funny. But in the kitchen, I sometimes don't want to serve it, and my family likes it. So 
Leftovers are wanted. They're wanted people. Hashem is waiting for us to look deeper at and is expecting us to look deeper at his creation and the beauty of it and allow the people to shine, to become better. You know, they say that um, one Midrash says somewhere that Mashiach can't come until all the Neshamot in the box up there in Shemaim come down to this earth. Have the Neshamot come down. They're, those are the babies that are unborn. So we really want Mashiach. Singles, making singles married, helping singles get married. We're bringing Mashiach. The more babies are born, the closer we are to bringing Mashiach. Those Neshamot must come down and... Um, there are a ton of you at every age group, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, looking to be married. And I hope and pray very much that all of you could um, come to a different perspective from this class. I hope it helped so that everybody comes to a different level a new perspective that will help them date differently and find the right one. Nothing is a magic potion. We're working at this. And go listen to the other classes that I've posted. I know that they're really helping other people. And, um, you know, if you're a parent listening, let your single listen to it, send it to a niece, send it to a cousin, send the link out. And um, I could be reached at It's All a Gift on Instagram. You could message me privately there and I'll be glad to answer any questions. And if for some reason um, there are any singles or parents out there that feel that I touched on the topic but I didn't expand enough and they're more of an angle you want me to expand on this topic or you have points that you want me to make at another time, please send me that message. I'd love to hear it. Um, I'm wishing you today it's Thanksgiving. Um, for the rest of the world, I like to say, and I've been taught by my rabbis, every day is a day of Thanksgiving when you're a Jew. I'm grateful today and every day for the singles that I know who have had so much time to become better people. Um, people who get married have different pressures and can't better themselves in so many different ways the way singles have that I have gotten to know and um, I hope and pray that that betterness that you've become will benefit you when you're married and you'll see it that it enhanced your life to be single at some point so that you could be a better spouse and parent later on in life Um, you'll also see the beracha for many reasons, why finally you'll go down the aisle and you'll understand why there was a wait. I hope that the wait is very uh, over very soon and um, very short. And uh, I'm here for you. Reach out to me. And if I'm not the right matchmaker for you, um, I'd gladly re- you know connect you to someone else. Um, or if you already met me and you want to meet somebody else, you could let me know and I'll try to do that for you also. Again, I'm a matchmaker in the Sephardic Syrian community. If I could ever help anybody in the Ashkenaz community or any other community, 
um, and guide them while they're in the middle of a certain date and they need a question answered or something, or if I could get them to a rabbi that will answer the question for them, I gladly do that. All the best, wishing you all the best. Hatzlacha and Shabbat Shalom.